When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Boots and Whiskey podcast. As always, my name is Jim. We have a great interview for you today. Um, Mr. Houston Bernard, out of Boston, um, split his time as a kid in Oklahoma, and this dude is, how do I say this? He's country music personified, I would say, especially in the local Boston circuit. Um, This is an artist you don't want to sleep on. You know, I'm so glad I've come across Houston and have, you know, developed a relationship with him and his his team. You know, they've been so gracious to me and I thank them so much for that. Um, I was able to meet him and have some conversations with him uh, at local Country Fest that we keep talking about. And we're probably going to keep talking about that as these interviews go on because I'm telling you there's some stories you're going to end up hearing that you probably don't want to hear or that probably shouldn't get out, but they're great. They're absolutely great stories. Um, but Houston Bernard, he is really, really killing, um, his latest single freedom on Spotify, iTunes, pretty much anywhere you get your music. It's absolutely fantastic. We're going to talk about it here coming up in the interview segment. Um, so really without further ado, here is my conversation with Houston Bernard. Thank you for, again, for joining me, Houston. Um, it was an absolute pleasure and I hope everybody enjoys the conversation. Um, and here you are. Thank you so much. Hey, Houston. How are you? Good, good. How are you doing? Good, good. Thanks for being on. No, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. So first and foremost, it was an absolute pleasure meeting you the other night at um, local Country Fest at Indian Ranch. Thanks. That was a fun time. Yeah, it was great. You were you were absolutely killer the whole set. Oh, wow, man. I appreciate that. No problem. Um, so I want to I want to know a little bit about you. I want to I want the world to know a little bit more about you. So first and foremost, I know you got a a new single out freedom. Yeah. You want to tell us a little bit about that and how that came to be? Sure. So my, my manager, Kim, who, who's awesome. Um, ever since I've been listening to her, things have gotten better and I can really concentrate on, on being a better, you know, everything. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so she, for about a year, she knew of this song. She's like, uh, another artist recorded it, but it was written by Neil Thrasher and Stephen Lee Olson, which they have a ton of, you know, top 10 hits from like Rascal Flats, Fast Cars and Freedom is one of their songs. Um, uh, Jason Aldean, Kenny Chesney, a bunch of uh, big artists and nobody had recorded the song. So she tried to get a hold of, you know, to, to license it. And, uh, you know, I was, I was down with it. I was like, Oh, I really like this song. It's, it speaks to me. And, um, so it took months, like it took months to figure it, it wasn't, it wasn't done 
you know, proper, I don't want to say proper, but the, the normal way, like where songs are, it's like they're with a publisher. The, this is this song kind of got lost or something. Yeah. And, and it was really hard to figure out how to get permission, but we did it through our producer in Nashville and all these things. And it took a while, uh, but Kimberly made it happen. She was, it was quite, it, it was quite an adventure and uh, a lot of hard work for her, especially. Um, so then uh, we, rec- <laughs> so then we recorded it in Nashville. Uh, with uh, Bill McDermott, who I, I work, I've been working with, and some uh, some studio musicians, like uh, which was pretty cool because they're all great down there, right? They're all yeah. great. But we had uh, Tim McGraw's um, keyboard player Billy, and then Alabama's drummer uh, was on it, and you know the other other musicians they played on a ton of hits, and so wow. they're like, yeah, so they're great musicians. It was done. Um, it was done really well, I think. Uh, I'm not sure if you noticed the difference between the recording and the way we sang it live, but what happened <laughs> right after we finalized it and released it to radio, which it's out in radio right now, we're promoting it. Um, I figured I was like, something is off on the melody. And I couldn't figure it out. And uh, my guitar player, who's always good at those things, he's like, y- you need to do this instead of this. And I'm like, yeah. That's what it is. <laughs> so the way we do it live is different than the recording. And uh, I won't get into specifics, but something about the melody was really annoying me. Yeah. And I couldn't figure it out. I was like, I like this song, but just the way this is sung. And I was singing it like the, um, the, 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 the other artist that had done it, which, you know, it's under a thousand plays on, on his. So it was kind of an unknown song. Um, but the way he did it is how I recorded it. But how I, play it live now i'm so much more happy with yeah it feels it feels stronger right you've given it your own kind of thing yeah i've had time to do it um you know i had time to time to dissect it when we're working out harmonies with the live band right so would you say that you prefer the live version i prefer yeah the way the melody for sure the vocal right I, I mean, that makes sense. You know, if you have something that's, you know, like this and such a great song, you know, that, you know, I, you know, you, you got to make it your own to give it your own, your own flair. For sure. For sure. Uh, it just, it took time. I just wish I had done that before I recorded it. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> well, hindsight's always twenty twenty, right? That's what they say. Yeah. So speaking of your band, now the band we saw at Indian ranch. Is that your regular everyday band or is that? So I have a pool of musicians that I, that I work with and in busy season, um, you know, some people already booked for things and, but of my original band that I've been playing with since 2012, uh, the, the guitar player to my left, your right. Um, Bud Crawford and my bass player uh, Modesto G Jackson, stage names. Um, <laughs> they they've been with me since 2012 when I did an outlaw country band. And then there's uh, Bailey on keys. She's great. I've worked with her for past four or five years. She used to be in a group called Southern City Band, and she also has her own music going on now. Uh, Beeslow, I believe, is is the uh, project. And then um, to my right, your left, uh, Parker Gessling, amazing guitar player. 
amazing guy. I play with him quite a bit, actually, when when usually I have a, a smaller band, a five piece, but I went with a six piece to free me up a little bit yeah. and had Parker come in and play second guitar. And man, and he's such a he's such a great guitar player, a much better guitar player than I am. And so he was just really filling in those gaps uh, like properly, you know, like just really, really well done. Um, and then the drummer, uh, Leah Bluestein, she, gosh, she's one of the best drummers I've ever played with. I got to be honest. She is amazing. She has a lead foot and she's like, she plays like John Bonham and like, you know, Foo Fighters. Like, yeah, she's, you know, she, she's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I used to play drums. So I always kind of like look at drummers. Right. And, and, you know, nothing against her, but it was kind of, it was a shock to see a female drummer because you don't see it a lot, you know, for one. And two, like she just really could play. It was, it was really, you know, and fit really well with you and your band. It was, it was great. She's great. Yeah. I, I guess, I guess people, I mean, I see a ton of female drummers and female musicians. So, I don't think of it that way, but yeah, I, I can see how some people see that, especially in a kind of a male dominated industry. But right, right. I guess if you, if you look on, I don't know, I look online and I'm always seeing like these amazing drummers, all ages or musicians in general, and just yeah. a lot of, a lot of female musicians. I don't know. I'm, I guess I'm, I'm more used to it than most people, but I do like the balance of having some ladies on stage and they bring a different energy that, um, that guys don't. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, and then, of course, the musicianship is just such top notch. Like Bailey's harmonies. Oh my gosh, she's amazing. She's amazing. Her voice. Yeah. She's beautiful voice. So, yeah, I I, put, I made a post online. It's like these these musicians were the best part of our set. Like they're just so great. Yeah. It's and someone made a comment which I was very flattered by. Uh, that he said, Houston, you always have the best musicians, and I. I take pride in that because I, I, I play with people not only that I like very, very, very much, but that I find very talented. Um, and I'm lucky enough to be able to do that. I, I remember time I couldn't find, you know, anybody to play with in my band. This is before I, you know, I've been playing a long time. So before I was doing country music, it's just a, it's an interesting thing to be able to um, play with such great musicians and great people. I love hanging with the people that I play with. That's awesome. So now, yeah. now are, are all those musicians local or are they kind of from everywhere? Oh, they're based in Boston, mostly greater Boston. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So, I mean, they're all pro musicians. They're right. Pro, this is what they do for a living. Right. Right. And it, yeah. it shows. It absolutely shows. So I know, I know you're not from Boston originally. Oklahoma originally. Right. So what, what brought you to, what brought you to the, you know, New England. Uh, well, um, my dad used to tour, playing country music with my uncle, and um, he was touring here. Met my mom. Uh, then had two kids, and then he was a broke musician, <laughs> so he he rejoined, <laughs> as many musicians are. <laughs> um, it's the love, right? It's that's the ROI. It's like the love of being able to play music. Uh, so he rejoined the army for a second time. And we ended up in Alaska, so we lived there until I was about 12. And then when they split up, my mom came back to Massachusetts, and we went with her, and he was in Oklahoma. Nice. So the, so, that's the short version. Right, <laughs> right. So is is that how you get your country sound, just from dad? 
I get my country sound from influences. Uh, I guess I was always interested in music and I've always played music since I can remember and sang, mostly sang. And, um, and then uh, I, 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 I got to a point where I, you know, I, I toured Europe doing the music, like underground music. I've toured all over North America. And I was like, well, you know, I, I started another business, a side business, and that was kind of taken off. And I'm like, well, I guess I'm done with music. This is my last project didn't do so well. And, you know, it's fine. So I was like, well, you know, I should I should probably try country music because, you know, it, it runs in my blood. And then I was like, well, I don't like any country music that's on the radio. I just yeah. don't like it. It's, it's just didn't speak to me. So I started playing outlaw country music and I did that for a while. And we got a ton of gigs. And then my booking agent, um, who was there, I'm not sure if you met her, um, Lauren Warshawski from Mike New England. Yeah. Uh, I'm her, she told me, she's like, you are my longest client. Like you've been with me the longest. And she is, a she's an amazing person. I like to work with people I can trust and she's, I can trust her with, with everything. Right. Um, so she's like, if you learn some modern country songs, this is before I wrote any albums then I can get you more gigs. I'm like, okay. So I picked a bunch of songs, some songs we still play today. Um, and I was like, okay, you know, the more I listened to it, the more I could find myself in them. Uh, and then we played that. We got to just got a ton of gigs, started opening up for national acts, stuff like that. And then I wrote, started writing. And it was the first album is kind of a, um, kind of a classic sound. And I'm still finding my voice. Um, and then, then we wrote another album, uh, which came out 2015, Knockin' Boots, before the Luke Bryan song came out three yeah. or four years before that. Um, I think it might have helped us. I don't know. Maybe. For knockin boots. I don't know. Um, and then, and then uh, I wrote another album, Lucky Man, that came out in 2018, and then. Um, then I wrote another album, <laughs> which uh, came out just recently called Freedom. And that has, you know, all my newest songs. And actually, COVID has been really uh, good to me in the sense that I got a lot of time to reflect and put a lot of time into writing. And I wrote with people that I wouldn't normally have written with. And um, I came out with some really great songs, probably the best songs I've ever written in my life and i've been writing a long time and um and then we've got access to other great writers now because my manager is amazing um so, so we've got some great songs that i didn't write on the new album as well but yeah you know the um all, all the stuff that you have released that i've listened to has just mm -hmm. been you know absolutely fantastic you know i love wow, that thank you you're welcome and i i love that you know non-country music radio sound you know and i i you know you saying it really kind of emphasizes my thoughts on it um because i gravitate towards that you know out like you said outlaw country music because i think it has a you know a more of a distinct sound and it doesn't sound like everything else well it also sounds sounds honest well but i yeah. I, I gotta be i gotta be honest though uh there is some outlaw country music that i'm just like oh no man like, I don't believe you. I don't believe yeah. you. Yeah. I think you're saying it to say it. Like, I don't believe you. Yeah, you know, you know? 
And then like, and then sometimes I turn on um, country radio, which is rare, but I do. I'm, I'm just reminded about how awful and how soulless a lot of that music is and how robotic. And I'm like, that's not to me. And I, I, I'm sorry, I don't mean to sound like I'm hating on it uh, because there's a huge fan base for that. And I get it. And there's a lot of pop songs I love. I love pop music, but some of it just doesn't feel right to me. Yeah. Um, and that's, you know, that's just my opinion. Well, you know, it's funny you say that because you're you're not alone in that. You know, a lot of these interviews I've done, like everybody kind of says the same sort of thing. You know, yeah. and, and it's and it's actually kind of nice to hear because like I'm with you. Like I I very rarely turn on country radio. You know, I, I will occasionally to see if I've missed anything. And, you know, for the most part, it's been you know, discovering new quote unquote, new country artists through Spotify or, you know, something else. Right. Yeah. So with your writing and your performing and all that, how much time are you spending in Nashville and, and here in Boston? Well, I get a ton of gigs up here from, um, all over New England, Connecticut, New Jersey, uh, Pennsylvania, upstate New York. Um, so I get a ton of gigs around here, but um, I, I don't spend a lot of time in Nashville. I like I was I go down there to record. Um, I'm probably going to go down there and try to get a, a couple of gigs now that I've got some a bunch of new songs under my belt, mm-hmm. um, just to play the rounds and but. You know, I was planning on going down again for this. Uh, my manager wants me to go down for this big conference or something, and um, but it doesn't look like you know with the, the numbers going. I'm just trying to be safe as possible, so I'm not doing a lot of traveling. But <laughs> um, I've gotten some. In, I've got a lot of interest for next year for some flyout dates, and uh, I signed with a European booking agency. Um, so I've, I've got a new booking agent in Oklahoma and Texas that we're going to start working with. So there's a lot of stuff brewing, but it, it also feels like, you know, kind of, kind of still waiting because COVID's not gone. Right. The numbers right. are skyrocketing. Um, so I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to say. Yeah. But I mean, you know what? I think what you're doing is, is exactly what, you know, we, where you should be doing, you know, you're, you're really grinding out and it's, you know, it shows, especially in your live performance. Thanks, man. Yeah. Um, so talk to me about what you've got coming up. I know you've got, you know, a, a big date at the Big E coming up here in a couple of weeks. Um, oh, that's that's Sunday, actually. Sunday. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. Holy crap. <laughs> time time flies when you're not even paying attention. Oh, totally. I've heard that like three or four times today because it's so true. Like we're just getting the grind and do it. And the next thing you know. Holy yeah. crap. Um, so that's great. You know, that, that's a, that's a big thing. And, you know, for anybody that's, that can make it should definitely go in and see you. Yeah. That's uh, actually a dream of mine to like, I've, I've definitely broken or solidified some dreams this year of venues. I wanted to play, um, a big night live in Boston. I played twice now this year. Yeah. Um, I played at the casino ballroom and I'm booked again for a second time. I've been wanting to play that since I was a kid yeah like 13 years old and then um biggie I went same thing like when I was growing up because I grew up in central mass yeah and uh a lot of 
like everybody talked about the Big E, the Big E. So for years and years, like that's the big fair. It's called the Big E, so it must be big. And I, I remember seeing uh, who's the lead singer of Molly Crew? Oh Jesus! Um, and Vince you know, Neal? no, no, no. no it's Vince, Vince, Vince Neal. Vince Neal. Yes. Yeah, not Vince Gill. Vince that... Gill's from from the same town I am from. Yeah, <laughs> and I think. Uh, Vince Neal is from LA. Um, <laughs> he definitely is. He's definitely not from Oklahoma. That's for sure. So I saw him there, and that was interesting. He was doing a solo thing, but I've always wanted to play it, and um, excited to be able to do it. Yeah. Now um, I see here your is is it you know presumptuous of me to say that you have more or less a residency at Loretta's? Well, that's my home spot. I mean, that's. You know, if, if I move out of my place, I'm going to move in there. That's yeah. <laughs> that's that's my spot. Uh, I, I would, I guess, you could say it's a residency. We play at least, except for the summertime. We get we get so many gigs in the summer; it's hard to get a date there. Yeah, um, that works. And I actually subbed out to this this summer because we get these private events that are just like, oh my god, I need that money to pay for things. <laughs> you know, right? Oh, absolutely. You always got to do what's best for you. Let me just tell you, like this is these aren't like. Loretta's is the best place in my mind. It's the best place I've ever, ever, it's just home, you know? Yeah. Um, But I've, we, I subbed out a Loretta's gig to play a private event where the planner actually came up to me and said, can you guys get out of here? I mean, with no context, you you can't really judge the situation, but it wasn't polite. I'm like, this is how they treat us. This is how they treat us. Right. You know, they, they don't treat us like we're human beings even. Right, like which is not cool, like you know. I remember being uh, we played the casino ballroom uh, last month or whatever, and it's the first time ever. Very exciting, big deal. I had no voice, and I took three Tylenol PMs right before the show. But that's a whole other story. Accident. Pay attention. Read things. <laughs> uh, but like afterwards, like uh, you know, you get to meet everybody, and this this kid was cleaning up. He's sweeping, like literal, literally sweeping. I'm walking by. I like, man, I really liked your your set, and like, of course, I'm going to say thank you. Of course, I'm going to treat him like a human being. The fact that he's sweeping, or what, that has nothing to do with how you treat people. Right, you treat people like human beings. Like yeah. nobody's perfect. I I've been a, a jerk sometimes. It happens, um, but it's like these are human beings. Like you got to treat each other that way, no matter who they are, where their status. It doesn't matter the color of skin. Like it's not even acceptable. Like right. it's, it's so old. It's yeah. just so anyway, Yeah. but I was just so appreciative of that. So to, to sub out a Loretta's gig to take a private event, it's all about the money sometimes, you know? Yeah. It, oh, absolutely. Totally understand that. Sometimes uh, I've so, had great experience. We played uh, MIT, uh, a big event for MIT. Yeah. And those kids, they had so much fun. I have never seen, you know, 4,000 people, 4,000 college students jumping up and down to footloose. Like, this is yeah. crazy. Oh, yeah. But anyway, sorry. No, no, that's, <laughs> it's great. It's great. I, lo- I love hearing the stories. Um, so a cu- couple of live shows I want to talk about, you know, that you have coming up. You know, I see that you're going to be at Off the Rails in Worcester. That's brand new. Yeah, um, check that out. Yeah. I, I grew up in Worcester, so I uh, hope to bring out a few people and um, have, have a nice time there. Yeah, I'm I'm actually trying to figure out my schedule to make it there because, you know, Worcester for me is super close. 
and, right. you know, to, to any excuse to see a new place, you know, with, with an artist I like, you know, it's, why not? Um, well, we're doing acoustic first in the fall and then, uh, early part of the year, we've got some full band stuff. I, awesome. heard, I heard the full band setup is pretty good. I don't know. Yeah. I heard they're, they're building a, well, they're not building, but they're, y'all, you know, they're building, uh, like a whole, like listening room there too. Like it's not just a bar. There's going to be like almost like a mini venue. So I think yeah yeah be, for sure yeah yeah no cool yeah I think it's gonna be similar in, in yeah to like a Loretta's type vibe probably yeah I don't know yeah we'll see and then looking forward to it yeah absolutely and then the last Loretta's thing I wanna I wanna talk to you about is Urban Country Jam um you'll be at that correct uh. I was invited and then we were talking and then uh, she had filled the space before we had finished talking. But uh, yeah, I I was planning, I I might have a gig, but I was planning on going. Okay. Just to support, you know, because I think that's how I initially, you know, came across you is that that was coming up and, you know, I was, I'm slated to cover it for um for those folks and for myself um and you know i wanted to get everybody that was going to be be there on before before the date to push it but to know that that's that's for me disappointing inside well you can always mention that to uh, to lauren davidson I'm, i think is i've got a <laughs> i'm gonna be like lauren what, what the hell what's what's the deal I'm happy to slip in and, you know, fill another gap or something. I'm happy to do it. Like, I, I love the, we haven't done those back in the day. We used to do New England to Nashville events all the time. Yeah. We got to see all the artists and the writers. We used to do tons of writers rounds. Uh, I miss seeing everybody and seeing what's, you know, listen to the writing and see people at different levels. And it's exciting for me, just the camaraderie of people. Like, that's why I really love the local country fest. Yeah. Has to be able to. Be, I was like, oh my gosh, these people are doing the same thing that I'm doing, and they understand the struggles that I have, but also the joy. Yeah. But it's it's very you know it's rare you you meet people that are doing different things when you're doing your shows, but it's awesome to be able to to meet a bunch of people that are doing the same thing, kind of same thing you're doing, at one event. So that's why I really want to go to the Urban Country Jam, but I, I'm gonna I'm probably gonna try to go there anyway. Yeah. You know, but. Uh, if you wanted to put a little flower in there, uh, I might, I might, here. I might shoot her a text and be like, "Hey, what's going on?" I might actually just do. That. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, do you have a favorite song? I think uh, a lot of people really like my song um, in my, uh, "It's in My Blood." Okay, so I, I, you you had to have known I was going to bring it up. I don't know. Like apparently, this is it's a, it's a. I mean, this song is so me. It is so from my heart. It's so honest. Like, uh, I'm glad that people are resonating with it because sometimes people don't, but they are. So that's cool. Yeah. So what's uh, what's your thought on it? So for in my blood, and you know, I've talked to Brooke a ton about this over the last week. Um. I've listened to all your stuff. I knew everything you were playing at uh, at Indian Ranch the other day. And then when this That's song cool. played, and I was all over the place all day, um, it like stopped me in my tracks, and I actually like listened to the song. Like, and it blew me away. 
absolutely wow, blew me away. Like Thank to the you. point where I stopped to take video, as you saw, I posted on TikTok. And <laughs> like I I just I need that song. So you need to release that song like sooner rather than later. Uh okay. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. I can't I can't make it I have so many other songs that are coming out before that and I'm actually trying to put together an album of songs that are similar to that cuz it's a it's a different vibe than um a lot of my other like my current album. Yeah, I mean it it's great. You know it it really I love songs like that that really kind of like give you a glimpse at who you're listening to and that song just does that. Right on. Thanks man. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so I know, I know we uh, we got some other things going on. So I wanted to just finish up with a with the last couple of questions that I usually ask. And um, sure. So when you're either on stage, I don't know what your what your um, typical routine is on stage. Whether you have a drink on stage, have a drink off stage, have a drink before before going on stage. Um, what does that look like? And if it's whiskey, what is it? Sure. I was, you know, I was actually paying attention to, uh, to that a little more this, this past uh, country fest there. So I typically, I try to hydrate like crazy. Yeah. Pee clear, sing clear. And my voice was, you know, it's doing a lot of gigs, so it gets a little rough and probably should, I'm drinking a little more than I should on occasion. So that doesn't help. Um, but basically I come in, you know, chilling out i'll have a i'll have some water first then i'll have a drink and then i'll have like a throat coat tea which i'll sip on right before the show uh at the same time as hydrating with water at the same time as having a drink <laughs> That's awesome. so i literally i literally had i was like man this looks kind of silly i have three drinks here <laughs> but they're all have a purpose in my mind and either way <laughs> Uh, but when I go out on stage, I just for for festivals like that, smaller stuff. When I'm playing all original music, um, I think it's we're doing shows like that where we're just doing all originals now. We're just doing more of that. Um, but I, when I'm on stage, I just have water. Nice. So, do you have do you have a favorite whiskey? Yeah, Maker's Mark whiskey yeah. is my favorite. We almost got sponsored, and then the guy at my contact changed jobs. Oh, I think it's a white claw or something. Oh, oh. <laughs> way, way, way to go up the ladder. Uh, <laughs> now, now, as a as you know, I would I look at you and I see authentic country music, right? Um, now, with that, you know, you have you have your I would say your signature hat. Um, what's what's your signature boot? Uh, you know, I, I have to change boots because I do a lot of moving and they okay. get tore up. Um, but I usually have a pair of, um, why can't I think of the name right now? I can't think of the name. I, I usually stick with the same brand of boot, but my current one is, I love it. It looks like there's like black flames coming up the side and, it's pretty cool, but the um, they're giving me calluses. Actually, I gotta get an insert something. Area, there we go. Yeah, I, I try to get sponsored by them too. No dice. 
uh, you know, I, you know, I love my Ariats. My, uh, you know, they're, they are oh, cool. Yeah. They, it took me a little while to break them in, but now that they are broken in, it's you slip on, slip off. It's like, I don't even have anything on my feet. It's awesome. Yeah. Do you use inserts? I don't, I don't. My, the ones my wife got me for my birthday uh, mm-hmm. right before COVID started, um, kind of had almost like memory foam soles built into them. Um, so, you know, cause wow. I'm typically put, put something in there to make them, make them light. And I didn't have to yeah. do, do that with these, which I was really kind of shocked about. You were blessed. Yeah. Yeah. Or I, you know, maybe that's why my feet hurt all the time. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe I'm just a bad boot wearer. Oh, I don't know, man. They're, they're, I mean, my, some calluses. I'm like, you know, the, the mistake I made is I always, cause we travel a lot, right? You can't, you can't travel in these clothes. Like, right. I, my clothes have gotten tighter and tighter as you're not because I've been gaining weight, but because like, I'm trying to get them fitted. So I look like a performer. Yeah. Um, cause that's the name of the game. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but like you can't travel in those. So I usually travel in like sneakers, shorts, very cash. Yeah, very yeah. Comfortable. Like I could play basketball, you just jump off and just run five K or something. Um <laughs> and um <laughs> all right. And uh crap, man. I just thought <laughs> I was like, what am I talking about? Oh, so clothes. Yeah, so I made the mistake of wearing my boots, my performance boots while lugging all of this gear so we had done this this wedding where uh we had a national act come in and was going to surprise the groom or whatever yeah so i said yeah i can take care of the sound and all that so i had a lot of extra gear um and it you know it was like raining and all this but i had moved all that gear heavy gear and after that like the calluses were just terrible but i did it i moved it in those boots it was a terrible idea instead of you know changing it to sneakers yeah, that sounds like an awful idea. Like it was awful because they have heels too, right? Like yeah. they've got a bit of a heel on it. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. you know for somebody that's short like me, you know, it's it's great. I put my boots on, I feel like a like an adult male. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, no. Yeah. Um, what's his What's his name? Uh, who's Who's the singer? Keith Keith Urban. He yeah. Wears platforms. Does he? Well, he's, I mean, from what a I hear, little guy. He's super short in real life. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's too funny. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I know, you know, like I said, I know we have some things going on and some restraints here, but I, I thank you so much for, for joining me and being on this show. Um, and I, no problem. It's a good time. Yeah. I really can't wait to, uh, to see you again soon and, and catch up and, you know, see what's going on. What's your next show? Are you going to the Big E? Um, I won't be able to, unfortunately I have Sundays are tough, uh, for me, but, um, so the next show would be for me that I would be able to get to is probably the one at off the rails. When's that? That's a couple of weeks from now, right? There's one in October you were doing, I thought. Yeah. Uh, October seventh. Yeah, acoustic duo, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think Are I'm you coming up to... you coming up to the uh, casino ballroom show? Unfortunately not. Ooh, I want to, but it's it's hard when it's during the week and yeah, work. You know, we're, I I work right in Cambridge, so it's hard to. Uh, yeah, it sucks. But 
working at Cambridge doesn't suck, but the whole, you know, trying to commute, trying to do all these things is, yeah. Know, Just is, pace yourself, man. Yeah. Pace yourself. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying. You know, I'm trying to, you know, every, cause everybody's like, you know, hey, I'm going to be here. Come on out. And it's like, I want to. I do, but it's, it, you know. Yeah, I hear you. It's, it's our lesson to learn, basically, you know, saying no to things, basically. Right. And you got, like, you got to balance. That's that's a hard lesson. A lot of us, at the beginning of the summer, when things just kind of opened up and we were just getting, like, booked daily, like, calls and bookings daily, and everyone's booking, and we're, like, every musician's booked. And you're, like, I, I – I, found a ton of new musicians just because of referrals trying to fill gigs yeah but it's because we all said yes and i said i said yes to a bunch of gigs that i wouldn't have normally have done yeah because i call them my covid gigs yeah because yeah, I, that... or covid bookings because i wouldn't have taken them right you know, it, you know? And like for for me like you know i i kind of tell this story in every podcast just kind of to get you know the who i'm talking to to understand where i'm coming from like i never expected the podcast to really do much to be totally honest and now that it has and all of the other things that i didn't expect that were going to come with it you know offers to come to shows and this and that it's like damn (laughs) you need you need to get somebody to come on the on the show with you that'll also go to other shows when you can't go to shows right someone someone that's on the same you know wavelength as you yeah yeah and that's hard but that's hard to find too you know, but yeah, you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised because I've actually asked a few other people to kind of help me out, and they're like, "Nope, no interest." It's like, okay, yeah. whatever. Yeah. You well, know, I'm glad you're doing it, and I appreciate you. Uh, yeah. You know, supporting a local artists like it's it's a big deal. Sometimes we're overlooked. A lot of yeah. times we're overlooked. It's like we're not we're not that far from the you know the artists that you're obsessed with. No, like no, not, just it, a couple opportunities away. Yeah. You know, maybe a couple good songs away, but we're not that far. No. And you know what? I might be biased because this is all, you know, the, the local stuff, the people coming up, it's all I've been listening to for the last really eight weeks, you know, nonstop. And a lot of this stuff is better than what you hear, you know, on the radio. It's, it's all actually a lot better. But yeah, it feels, it feels, I think it's the honesty coming through. I think that's what the epitome of what country music is. Yeah. And once, once you take away, you know, the honesty or you, I don't know, you over commercialize it because it's easy to do that. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Once that, like the soul is sucked out of it, like it's hard to, it's really hard. Like I'm learning a couple songs. Oh my gosh. I'll tell you the story. So I'm doing a private party Saturday. I'm doing two shows Saturday. I've got a South Boston um, street fair. Festival, yep. And then I run down to Connecticut uh, for a private event. Um, I think it's for Lego or something. Anyway, shout out to Lego. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I have to learn these two songs. And I'm, you know, cause I said I would learn a couple songs for them. I just can't, I can't stomach the songs. <laughs> I'm not going to, I'm not going to throw anybody in a bus. I'm not going to say what songs they are, but they're popular or they're from popular artists. And I was like, man, it just feels like, I feel like I'm poisoning myself with music, like learning music that I don't like. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times I've, I've been 
you know, people are like, Hey, you should check this artist out. And I do. And it's like, I just can't get into it. And like, I want to, because it's like everybody sure. else likes them. And it's like, what am I, am I missing <laughs> something? You know? Uh, yeah. I feel you. I feel you. you know, I feel they, like sometimes like, what am I missing? Like, I don't get it. Right. You know, there's a big national it. act right now that's doing a, you know, an arena tour that I, I haven't, I can't stand, or ha- not can't stand, but haven't been able to get into and like, right. you know, they're tearing up the radio and they're doing all this great, you know, great stuff for them. And it's just like, I'm like, oh my God, just change the channel. Yeah. But, you know. I feel like it's me. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't get it. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. There's, a, you know, and there's, there's quite a few of those, you know, for me, but it is what it is. All right. Um, here, here's what I'm going to do for you. If you promise not to share it or play it for anybody, I will send you the recording. I will never tell anybody. I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> All right, man. I'll send it to you. Awesome. You're the best. <laughs> and now everybody's going to listen to this and be like, well, I want it too. I'm like, no, you don't, you don't even know the song. You don't even, you haven't even heard it before. You don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> you don't Listen to Freedom. It. Freedom's the single right now. Right, Check that right. out. Freedom's the only song by Houston Bernard you need to listen to. <laughs> there you go. Cool. Well, thank you so much. Um, no I know problem. I've, I've kept you longer than I told you I was going to. So I appreciate every ounce of moment you've given me. It's been great. And I hope to. I hope we can do this again super soon as as you get busier and busier and life gets back to normal. Sounds good, man. I appreciate it. No, I appreciate you. Thank you so much. All right. Take care, Jimmy. See ya. Bye. Bye. Wow. Well, there you have it. My interview with Houston Bernard. What a great guy. You know, this is, like I said at the top of the show, this is a guy you don't want to sleep on. If you like local stuff or stuff that's coming up, this guy is the real deal. Go see him if you can Sunday at the Big E. Coming up, he'll be at Loretta's over the next couple of weeks. He'll be at Off the Rails in Worcester. I am definitely going to that show, or I'm going to try to definitely go to that show, <laughs> um, de- depending on what, what work has to say about it. Um, but this is a guy, I'm telling you, before before he's no longer local all the time, you need to, you need to make, it a, make it a point to go see this, this, this dude. Um, so, again, thank you so much, Houston. Uh, I want to thank your your team, your management, everybody for letting you come on and talk to me about everything. And I love your can candidness. Um, it was awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you know. I know I say it a lot, but without you know folks like you and everybody else and all of the followers on Instagram that we've now surpassed a thousand followers on Instagram. Thank you so much for that. It's super, super sweet of you all. Um, our Twitter presence is getting more and more at boots whiskey on Twitter, Facebook, same thing. We're really pushing those, these platforms are on TikTok. I know it's an addiction my wife and I have. So I figured why not? It's getting eyeballs. People are going from the TikTok to the Instagram to everything else. It's been an awesome conversation. It's been a great ride so far. Um, yeah. At, this is now interview number nine, I believe. And we're just getting started. I hope you enjoy these episodes as much as I 
as much as I enjoy making them, sorry, I just stumbled a little bit. It's it's been a it's been a blast. Um, just so you guys know, the rest of September is booked with interviews, probably two to three a week. October is book solid. So everybody that is booked, thank you so much. Um, we are booking into November. A good chunk of November is also gone. December, I'm sure, will be a little tricky with the holidays and stuff. But if you're listening to this and you are an artist and want to be on the show, please reach out on any of the social media platforms. You can even email me, bootsandwhiskeypodcast at gmail.com. I will send you all of the info and what we do here and how we go about all this. So thank you again from the bottom of my heart, Houston. What a great conversation. I look very much looking forward to seeing you super soon, and we'll talk soon. Until next time, keep your boots on the ground, the whiskey in the glass. Enjoy every sip. Good night.